What's up, everybody? Welcome to Times Up Outdoors podcast, episode 27. Uh, this podcast was actually recorded a couple weeks ago at the Outdoor Rama, but uh, in true Ziggler fashion, I lost the flash drive. Um, I finally found it today, so here it is. Um, if you can get past the first couple minutes of us trash talking each other, you're going to hear some pretty funny stories about sunken boats, uh, duck hunting and bow fishing sunken boats. Um, it's a short one this week. We hope to get some more podcasts out here soon. Uh, our episodes are being edited currently for our last year Nebraska trip and Missouri trip. So you're going to be able to see those um, episodes on Carbon TV real soon. And uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. I don't know, man. I thought we were I friends. No, it recorded nothing, Scott. It recorded nothing, and I don't want to what talk about fuck? it. What the fuck? So we were, we've been talking for like 25 minutes. Yeah. Well, no. It's like, it was like 18 minutes. No recording yeah. whatsoever. Your pickles? None. None. You say pickles? Are you sure it's Four recording now? I'm 100% sure it's recording now. Holy shit. Yes. Are we going to get the, kicked out? The flash drive that we had in there, there. was... It was some pickles. Was Dugans. No bueno. It was Dugans. Oh, my God. You got Dugan pickles, dude? Can I have one? Can I have one? Wait, what are those? Are they flavored? You You bought us pickles? Do you have olives, too? Could you go get us some jerky? <laughs> oh God, Greek olives? I just washed my hands. I didn't. What is that? They're hot. What? Wow, they're really hot. Where do you even get pickles at a trade show? They got all kinds God of stuff. God damn, those done. are garlicky, though. All right, so since since we hot. literally just recorded. Why are they so hot? They're really Jesus. hot, they? are They're leaking a little bit. I like them. <laughs> you paid for these? <laughs> They're pretty good. I like them. Jesus. Hey, Christ. hey, look what I bought. I bought a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make uh, ni- nicotine pouches with that it's kind only of bite. 60 bucks. No shit. Oh, if I, if they had nicotine pouches with that kind of bite, I would definitely chew those. Ooh. Damn, look at that guy. <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck's wrong with his ears? <laughs> Fly away, Dumbo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we literally just recorded like 30 minutes. It was not. It was 18 minutes. None of it. Oh. Okay. That's, Will you stop that? It's not too far away from 30. Jesus. But anyways, we were recording a podcast and we just weren't recording apparently because John screwed up. What yeah. do you do, John? All right, blame we'll me. start that's over. Fine. Fucking idiot. So we are at the Outdoorama. <laughs> 2022. And, uh, we're here with me, myself, Zig, John, Nico Tanti. That's me. And uh, Tyler Schultz and Stevie. Starlight from Starlight Outdoors. Starlight Outdoors. Um, CEO and founder. He's a world-class jiu-jitsu artist. Uh, no, not even close. He was telling us a story in the podcast that we weren't recording. In the podcast that we were recording, I saw that, well, he's on episode two, uh, episode five of season two. The Ohio Carmen TV. The Hot Fresh Sign. What was and the title of that? We took a, you fucking didn't, you didn't do it. Like you were supposed to. Isn't it hot fresh sign? You called it something stupid. No. <laughs> it probably called it you something called stupid. You called it hot like, fresh overlook spot. Like, I did. I did. Why did I do that? What I don't is know. the name of this episode? Know. Look at that So blood. Steve Damn. was telling us a story. It's called Overlook Spots. If you haven't that watched deer, it, that bled a lot more than I remember. Two, episode 5, Steve, Steve's there killing a buck. Uh, I'm there not killing shit. <laughs> Steve's on there being the ultimate member. Sit could, all sit could out, like. Crazy. Yeah, Basically, Dan, Dan Infault. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much Dan Infault. So there's a there's a scene in this episode when you're skinning or you're I'm sorry, you're gutting the buck. No, he was calling it in. 
No, there's a scene where he was gutting it. No, no we were calling it in. Oh, you were calling it yeah, in? Yeah, to call it in in Ohio. He's calling in. He's oh, waiting. He's right, on right, the phone right, yeah, waiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you've got your... We're your, literally watching it right now. You've got your sleeve pulled up to your elbow. It's, it's about like right, 10 right seconds now. away. And it's going to happen in a minute. There's a tattoo of a buffle head, which is crazy to me. A buffle that you, head. That somebody would have a buffle head tattooed on their arm, especially being from Michigan. Especially in this spot. Like, that's a... Right, I mean that's prime. That's fucking, prime real that's estate. That's prime real estate yeah. for a tattoo to say that a buffalo head means that much to you. And you were telling us a story that I cut you off on about you sinking your brand new boat on where Lake Sinclair. Well, in actually, Lake I got to backtrack about buffalo okay. head tattoos. Fair, okay, fair. So the other day, my buddy went out. He's a veteran, and so he went out with a guided service. Not the other day because it was during hunting season, but uh, <laughs> he he met a guy who also had a buffalo head tattoo, and the buffalo head had a fucking crown on its head, and it said <laughs> Buffy King over it. <laughs> and I am so jealous because that's the dopest tattoo you could ever have. Buffy King. Buffy King. What's so special about a buffalo head? Nothing. That's what's There's awesome. There's nothing special about a buffalo head. They oh, that's like in in like Michigan standards being. It's like you getting a tattoo of a forky. It's like getting a tattoo of a forky <laughs> or like a merganser. <laughs> yeah. I got a merganser on my back. Scott doesn't know what a merganser is. <laughs> I know what a merganser is. <laughs> the only reason why I know what a merganser is because John and Nico used to make fun of somebody we used to follow on Instagram because all they ever posted was mergansers. Yeah. <laughs> We're and not going to mention her name. <laughs> is that the merganser king? It was, a, it was a her. A merganser queen. It was a girl was who shoots yeah. mergansers? Yeah. yeah, that's all she ever posted. And they really? was just her oh, hole and a handful of mergansers. Like, limits. Like, that's kind of okay. gangster. They, they're some of the, I think the fastest flying bird is a merganser. That's they awesome. They one in at 100 then, miles an they hour. They taste like shit. And they taste Fish. like Not fucking shit. garbage. I heard. I never yeah. ate one. Uh, my dog's F. <laughs> yeah, my dog right, My so dog ate one for one second. He went and grabbed so one and was like, never So there's nothing special about a buffalo head. You just... Love them. They're really cool looking birds. They're fast. They are. The There's a lot Drake. of them. Those One of their drakes, drakes. Are, they look badass. Yeah. Let me see what they look like. I mean, it's not like the best tattoo, but what's, what's they the other one like on the other side? That's a canvas back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's obvious. I, I know, a, can, a can's sweet. That is the can. Yeah, cans are sweet. A lot yeah. of people call canvas backs Oh, kinks. that's the one that you said that you have a spot, secret spot. You would Secret. never tell anybody. Yeah, you would never say on the last podcast that didn't get recorded. <laughs> you definitely didn't tell Shoma, the exact name Shoma of where I hunted. <laughs> but that's the bird? That's the bird, okay. yeah. yeah. They're right. very small. They're very fast. They're hard to shoot, but they're, so he, they're Steve, trash. Steve's got a secret spot. Steve's got a secret spot that he's willing to take us to that he says he can shoot. Yes. we can shoot cans all the time. I, I've invited in. all of Scott's friends several times. I've shot about four cans of my entire I guess life. I'm not. The thing yeah, is, when you invite me and you tell me to invite them, I never text them about it because I just want until the day time up. with you, me and you. Just it. That's it. I actually Aww. should get I should get a crown tattooed on the top of my canvas back, and I'll be the canvas back king. <laughs> Those pickles are good. So, uh, one more time, reiterate the tattoo of the buffle head with the boat in the background. Okay, so we were hunting. On New Year's Eve, the lake had completely frozen over. Uh, so it's a, in Michigan. There's a late split, as you know. Yeah. Where you get a weekend, like what, like four weeks after the season closes, you get, it opens yeah. up for two About. days, and it's usually around New Year's or Christmas weekend where you can go out and hunt for two days. Well, the lake had completely frozen over to the point where people were ice fishing in the spot that we sank the boat in, and then it, I swear it was like three or four days before the season opened up. The the water froze, but then it got really cold again. It got down to like 20 degrees, 
30 mile an hour southeast wind, which anybody who lives on the side of the lake we do knows that you should not be on the fucking water in that situation. Right. I actually remember yeah. that morning when we set our long lines up, I set a line up with a five pound weight on each end of my line with like 16 decoys on it. And after I set my first line up, it had washed completely to shore. So I remember having to double up the weights on it so that it, so that wouldn't happen. Um, so then we're basically, so we're, we're pounding birds. Every single time we go to retrieve a bird, we would take waves over the bow and we would have to use the bilge pump to pump the water out of the boat. So eventually the bilge pump got clogged and we lost that luxury of being able to get rid of water. So we, sh- we dropped this bufflehead and our decoys were probably like 50 yards offshore. And then the bird landed about 100 yards offshore. And you, or you guys were sitting on the lakeside, or were you sitting in between the shore and your decoys? We were sitting in between the shore and the decoys, okay. uh, roughly 50 yards from shore. But the bird landed on the outside of the decoys. And so we had the southeast wind. So normally you want the wind at your back when you're duck hunting. The wind sure. was in our face, so the waves were in our face. But what made it extra sketchy is that the waves that were in our face we're bouncing off the rocks and coming back. So you, we were stuck in a spot where the waves were clashing together. And you got like that, that wake, wake effect, yeah. like you're in the ocean. It's kind of drawing you out. No, it was just chaos. Like, like there's no way to time the waves because they they'd come in, they'd bounce off, and then when they'd bounce off the rocks, they would come back and hit the next wave of waves. So it was literally just a clash of waves where we were to right. retrieve this bird. So a, this time a really big wave comes over the bow. And my bilge pump doesn't work. And my buddy hit. I remember, I distinctly remember my buddy grabbing the bird, picking it up, and going, That's a nice one. And he turns to show me. This is way better was than the first time, head? by the way. It was a buffalo head. <laughs> Buffy King. So uh, when the next wave comes, my first instinct was to hit the throttle to pull myself up and over the wave. Instead, the bow of the boat dove down. So I honestly think that if I killed my motor and just sat there because it was a foam filled boat i don't think we would have had a problem just went up to the surface and i don't even think we would have sank the boat would have filled with water and we probably would have floated ashore and been okay so i hit the gas and uh big wave comes over the bow we have a clamshell style blind so the blind is literally like collapsing on top of us and before I could even really register that the boat was done, because I didn't want to admit that that's where my day <laughs> was headed. The captain goes down with his ship. So yeah. I was nowhere near ready for it. And I look at my, my buddy, who's like the most level-headed dude I know, jumps out of the boat. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, it's actually that bad. So I jump out of the boat, and then my other buddy jumps out of the boat. So at this point, we're in neck-deep water, recently frozen. So I would imagine that water was every bit of... 34 degrees at least right yeah with like sideways ice rain coming out (laughs) on us and uh so my uh i had that waterproof case i told you uh waterproof case floats by me as we're kind of like jumping with the waves to shore with your phone inside of it yes so the water's up to our neck but like the under like the wave would go by and then you get that low point where the water's shallow for a second and that's when you jump and ride the waves in like you're in a wave pool just like a wave pool at Kalahari, <laughs> minus the diarrhea. <laughs> and uh, so I get my phone out, and I call 911 immediately. And she goes, where are you? And I said, I'm 
swimming to shore. She goes, okay, I'm going to transfer you to the Coast Guard. By the time I got a hold of the Coast Guard, I was on the shore. And he goes, where are you? I go, I'm on shore. He goes, I'm going to transfer you to 911. So we go to the nearest residential area, which it, it must have been like a 200-yard run. We, we stopped and dumped the water out of our waders because our waders were completely full. Sure. You know, so we dumped the water out of our waders and just start sprinting to the nearest house. The first house we knock on the door, and he, uh, the guy who answers the door is a total dickhead. He's like, I'm not letting you in my house. And, like, we kind of argued. And you guys are freezing at Dude, this point. I was, like, I'm kind of a pussy when it comes to being in the cold. This Scott got to witness personally this year. Huge vagina. I'm actually really fucking tough. I was just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, so. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. So. <laughs> I'll tell that story in a minute. So we get to shore. All right. First guy doesn't let us in. Second couple, they let us in. It's an old couple. They're super nice. They immediately give us blankets and warm coffee. And uh, the stupid firefighters show up. And uh, the firefighters told me to get in their truck. And Did they have candy? What's that? Did they have candy? What did you call them before? They before. said they get them in your truck. You said they were candy. stupid firefighters. They were really stupid because this is why. So... He's like, this guy was just so persistent. I was like warm and comfy waiting for my wife to come pick me up. And he's like, he's like, he's like, just come sit in the rig. It's warm. It's warm. So I get there and they have all the doors open in it. And it is fucking freezing inside the, <laughs> inside the fire, uh, fire truck. So I go back inside. Um, so my wife comes and gets me. I go home. And I literally, I just remember, like, laying on the couch knowing my boat was bouncing against the rocks on St. Clair. It's still out there. And at this point, like, how, how long from, from the time that you met up with a nice old lady to the time you were at home thinking about your boat? Uh, probably an hour. An hour? Jesus. But, so, let's say it's probably 9 in the morning. Probably 10 o'clock by the time I get home. We went back out around 4.30. The, the, the wind completely died down. Like, it was like glass out there. I convinced my friend, who's a doctor, he's like the best dude in the world, to... Uh, I didn't even ask. I just asked if he could help. Like I, because at this point, all of the barges that would normally pull a sank boat out of the water mm-hmm. were winterized for the year. So the guy, uh, the guy, every barge company I called to tow my boat out, they're like, they're like, either no, fuck you, or one guy said, three grand cash, I'll launch my boat and come get Holy you out. Shit. Jesus. And it was on, it was on uh, New Year's Eve. It was a holiday. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I, the banks aren't open. I, I, my ATM, I can't pull three grand out of the ATM. Did you try Towboat US? Yeah. You should have been a member. Fuck them. Hey, <laughs> Towboat US, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> so, so my one of our sponsors. We got to already get So, uh... So we go to get the boat, and uh, so your doctor buddy launches his winterized boat. Launches his drives to Harson's Island. That's that's huge. <laughs> drives to Harson's Island, gets his boat, cro- puts his fucking boat on the ferry, crosses back, dewinterizes his boat, launches it, takes me out. We, I take a come along, and I, it's hard to tell if you're listening, but I hook the strap to this side of the boat, and then uh, the other side of the come along to a dock. And I was able to ratchet it and flip the boat over, your which I have on video, Starlight Outdoors. Your boat's Makes fucked. Sense. What's that? Your boat is fucked. My boat point. is so fucked. My my brand new 60-horse Mercury motor was underwater for four or five hours, getting bashed against rocks. <laughs> so we flip it over. Magically, 
the bilge pump just decides it works. So I use the bilge pump and pump the entire boat out. We tow it to shore, put it on the trailer, boom, no big deal. Um, it ended up being uh, what was really cool. Uh, I don't know if we should edit this or not. Just In- insurance guy shows up. Run it. He's a duck hunter. <laughs> and he, I mean, hey, insurance covers idiots. So Yeah, they don't cover shotguns and lost decoys, though. I but, found out later. But they did. No. No. <laughs> but they do. They did. So, no. so basically, so this guy. So, so my boat was bouncing against a rock so long that there was like a softball sized hole in the bow of the boat. And then the motor was obviously trash. And the guy who shows up, thank God, just happens to be a duck hunter when he comes to look at my boat. And I was like, is it totaled? He's like, do you want it to be totaled? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's totaled then. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so, uh, they end up, they paid off my loan on the boat, but I was still out the $3,000 down payment I put on it. And sure. we lost three shotguns, lost my $600 blind, lost a couple mojos, my Mr. Buddy heater. You got to see my you Mr. Still Buddy. still that. I know. It still works. So what I ended up doing is the next weekend, I went back out there with a kayak and a fucking, uh, I bought this uh, magnet from Harbor Freight that holds like 200 pounds. And I was just kayaking around, dragging this magnet, trying to find my shotguns. And I hooked my 870, which is like the last gun I wanted right. because my Beretta was under there and my buddy's Beretta. I found my Mr. Buddy, found uh, my shotgun, and uh, that was it. Yeah, but. So there's the, two Berettas, sit, uh, yes. Super Black Eagle sitting in Harson's yeah, Island. Maybe, we'll, maybe when we're spearfishing this year, we'll go try to find my Dude, shotguns. Seriously. So my buddy is a. Uh, I'm not going to say the city. He's a police officer who works for the Marine Division. He sent their Marine diving crew out. I sent him a pin. I don't think they dove in the right spot because they yeah. said they didn't find anything, and I lost a lot of you shit. They probably do training, so they just go here. Yeah, they were doing training. Yeah, right, they right. were doing training. So that was uh, January 1st. They were doing training in, like, March. Those like, guns right would be not good anymore. No, I feel like no if I way. sent it into Beretta, they would have hooked me up. Yeah. I think so. Although, the, I mean, it's not like there, there's any corrosion going on under no. the water. The 870 was fine. Mm. Yeah. I took the 870. If, if it was completely packed with sand. I took it all apart, soaked it in kerosene for a day, sprayed fine. it all out with it an air compressor, even, and I still, hunt, I still hunt with it. It's probably not even pitted. Did no, you, not at you, all. Uh, did there's you no corrosion the happening in your boat? at that point. What? The ducks. What happened to the ducks? Oh, yeah. When we flipped the boat over... All the ducks we shot were in there. That's amazing. <laughs> and I took them to the taxidermist. <laughs> That's amazing. The taxidermist you, fucked them you up. You told us a story about that, too. Yeah, I know. Which <laughs> <laughs> all didn't get recorded. Is it recording now? Are you sure? Yeah, no, it's okay, recording. After good. five years, four years, we got my dad's deer back and one buffalo head. The little baby deer. The little baby deer. baby deer, but and the buffalo like head looked so fucked up. It looked like Scott did it in his basement. <laughs> but the guy actually threw oh in like God. a little plaque, and he, it was so bad that he put a shed antler on the mount just so, to spice it up a so little bit. So he knows he does shoddy work. He's I don't think he knows shit. that. Well, I don't know. Maybe I think maybe it was out. Of, I mean, my mom threatened to take him to court over the deer, and that's when he gave us the buffalo. I would too. So the deer, I saw the deer. The deer is, uh, it's a it's a year and a half old buck. You know, antler-wise, but it's it's on the body of what looks like a newborn fawn. A small antelope. It's the smallest deer I've ever seen in my life. Which is weird because we went John, to... John, if you wh- saw it, you'd be like, what is when this? When we went to Missouri, there was a, quite the opposite. What? Nico shot a 112-inch deer off of the biggest body that deer I've that ever deer was seen bigger in my than entire that. life. That deer was huge. That deer was not 112 inches, was it? Yeah. I, I think he was 112. 
Really? Nico. Did you, did Nico. You measure? What's your What's box Missouri box measure? What's your Missouri? One eleven and, and something yeah. and change. Damn, how big was the buck I shot in Ohio then? You don't Eight? know how to measure. And there he goes. Is this Tyler's running? No, it's me. I'm, oh, that's I'm a uh, athlete. <laughs> I'm a peak My athlete. buck only measured one oh three, I think. Where? Well, the one Mine I shot in Ohio like was one forty. I shot an opening day this year. Oh, I'm sticking to so, that. So, all right, so. <laughs> Steve has bad luck with Lake Sinclair. Apparently. No, I don't. I just Steve don't took me fuck. out. I'm not a duck hunter. I don't know anything about duck hunting. Steve invites me out duck hunting New Year's Eve weekend, New Year's Day weekend. I show up late. That was a, that was a second. You of showed up three and a half hours late. Whatever. On the second, I was working because we all duck hunted shift. the day before. This was during the split, uh, I was supposed I to get out of work early and I didn't because somebody didn't show up. Did I express how bummed early. out I was that I didn't get invited back for that day too? For for day two, we didn't go day two. I know. Yeah, I was supposed to go with we you guys. We were all supposed to go, and then I had <laughs> to tell them we weren't going. I drove home from my Saturday hunt. <laughs> I took my boat to the car wash. I power washed all the you salt off it. I stored it in my fucking garage. <laughs> I go home. It's like five o'clock. I sit down on the couch with my wife. I'm like, cool. Like put on a show. That's I got nothing to do. I got no work to do because duck hunting is a lot of fucking work. I'm like, I got nothing to do. I got us. I just got to meet these guys in the morning, and it's all set up. Easy day. And Scott texts me at like six o'clock and says it's off. So I drag my boat out of the fucking garage, <laughs> get all my decoys out that I already put away for the which, year. Which he didn't have to do. No, but no. I'm not gonna not hunt that day. I have to hunt. I was like, hey, it's off. So is there any way I could uh, have a guided hunt on Lake St. Clair from you? I was like, yes, sir. Which pretty much is what I'm happened. like, wait, you're Scott from Times Up Outdoors? Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're the next Scott day from Flame? The one with the YouTube video with the helmet cam? Are you the guy who fights all the fires? So I get <laughs> a helmet cam, right? Like, yeah, so yeah. So That's the right? guy who knows right. Eminem, right? Shut up. <laughs> <So> <laughs> all right, so I get off work late. I get to the lodge, and Steve comes and picks me up. He already has decoys set up, and... We go out there. I'm putting on my own clothes, and he's like, no, no, no. Here, I got waiters for you. I'm like, all right, cool. I put on the waiters, and we get out there, do some bullshit, and then he takes me to shore, and my feet are in the water. And it was like 20 minutes goes by, and I'm like, hey, what are the chances these boots have holes in them? <laughs> I'm like, actually, really good. <laughs> Those are pretty good chances. I'm like, Those yeah, are my $75 Amazon waiters that I've had for like three sure years. full of water right They're now. missing a shoulder strap. <laughs> so, so my feet are fucking frozen, like ice cold. They're Walmart pro Dude, lines. I'm like, and I'm trying, I'm trying real hard not to be a little bitch about this. I'm like, I, I'm sitting there trying to move around. Maybe I'll get warmer if I hold my foot this way. It's not working. So finally, he's like, hey, I'll go back to your truck and get the get your boots. And I'm like, check and see if I have socks in there. So he, he, drive, he goes, gets on his boat, drives it back to the lunch, goes to my truck, finds socks in my truck. Best guide service ever, yep. by the way. Gets my lacrosse boots, brings them back out to me, changes them. All is good now. No, well... It's kind of funny. We took a pocket knife and we cut the boot <laughs> off of the boat or off of the waders. Yeah, we cut the boot and he just put waders. his muck boot on over it. So wait, but you're, you're you're still getting equally as wet. My feet were still cold, but I had dry socks. He on. was sitting on shore, like, and I was doing all the work. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. So he essentially was not using the waders. No, he, no, he had to have his waders. feet in the water. That was the only rule about yeah. where we were. <laughs> we're not going to say where we were hunting this time around, though. Yeah, no, we're not going to say that. Hey. See you, bud. Dude. All right, man. 
I, yeah. All right. Sorry. I know who that is. I filmed uh, him in the firehouse. Oh, yeah. So, Legally. Nico's back. So, uh, where were we? Oh, wet, dry suit. I have dry socks now. I have dry socks, dry feet, warm feet. And uh, we shoot two. Where we shot? You shot two ducks. I, I shot two. I shot at them. <laughs> Those were fucking layups too. Like, were they buffalo heads? I know, dude. I'm, I think both ducks. I was standing in the decoys, and they came in, and I hunched not, down and a good shot. And I smoked them, and I then just, Scott I don't know missed what I'm the doing. hens. I, don't I smoked know what I'm the doing drakes either. out of both doubles, and it's then you missed the hens. So anyway, you we got to talk about how you hold a shotgun. Yeah, we need to talk really? about it. You, you hold, hold a shotgun kind of like a chick. If you look at any of our episodes, look at the intro. When you shoot. I'm serious. No, when you shoot the shotgun, it slips off your shoulder every time. <laughs> Does it? Yes. A hundred percent. I got to look yeah, at it. Yeah, because he's out there hunting in the alpha burly scent lock suit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have Nothing the wrong with that. Scent lock's awesome. It is awesome. I don't Good have, product. I don't awesome have for the right <laughs> equipment for duck hunting. I'm not okay. set up for it. Fair. And Ducks can't smell. I've only done it like three times. Ducks can't smell. And I'm super nervous because you guys are all like, Weird about you. everything. Duck hunting is amazing, and I, I'm like, I'm just trying to impress people. Okay, you impress me. It's scary. It's scary for you. Didn't impress me. Be better. So, anyways, <laughs> this is where Steve goes. His impression, impressiveness, goes downhill. The joke's about to be on me. Steve, Steve why did you go to your boat? I went to my boat because my hands were fucking. Oh yeah, frozen. So he goes to his boat to get gloves. And I'll take so over because you like, didn't see. The boat's like 30 yards away from us, 40 yards? No, 60. I'll tell you, let me tell you from my perspective. Okay, let's hear from your story. From my perspective is he walks away. He said, I'm going to go to the boat. My feet, are, my hands are freezing. I'm going to go get gloves. I'll be right back. So he leaves. Now, he's like going around the bend. So I'm looking this way in front of me. I cannot feel any of my fingers at this. At this point of the story, my so, fingers are shot. So Scott, like being Scott is, he's still looking at the decoys, still I'm, hunting while everybody else is doing everything. He's sitting on shore, yeah, fucking right. Instagramming I'm or something. I'm sitting there waiting <laughs> for <TikTok'ing>. something <laughs> to come by so I can miss it. And all I hear is, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> Like, like you were trespassing on somebody's property like, and the owner He just said it like out. five times, and I look over, and I see Steve swimming. <laughs> like, his head is, like, bobbing in the water, and I'm like, I don't think, I don't think, you're, supposed, I don't think you're supposed to swim right now. <laughs> Scott's like, all right, I didn't know what I was doing. I guess I'll start swimming, too. So I was I up to my up. neck doing the breaststroke, dude. So I stood up. I stood up. It was fucking cool. And he's we had like, that big snowstorm. Now he's, like, frantically trying to get to his boat, and I'm like, what in the world just happened? He gets on his boat and he's like, fires up the engine. He goes, whoo! He like does a lasso with his arm. We gotta go. Let's go. Pack it up. And I'm like, how am I supposed to pack it up? The decoys are out there. He's got I don't no, have he's got no waiters, on. so he's like a like a so just like a girlfriend got, sitting on shore yeah. watching me pick up. <laughs> Dude, I put out like eight dozen decoys. <laughs> I literally just sit there and he kept saying, I don't know if you remember this, but you kept saying, get the stuff packed up. I'm literally standing on a rock and I'm like, <laughs> what? Am I supposed to pack up? There's a backpack. That's it. I well, I had I had my up. blind bag. I had my shotgun. Yeah, and I, I had, had no. I had my shotgun the, with me. All of the long lines that are sitting out in the water. <laughs> my shotgun got soaked. So he comes and picks me up. No. And he's like, I picked up all the decoys. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Remember, I said my hands were cold. Well, now they're really cold. <laughs> so he 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 gets all the decoys and gets me. I get in the boat, and he's just like, <laughs> I'm gonna have hypothermia. The last time this happened. I had hypothermia. I'm going to have hypothermia. 
I feel like I'm going to die. And he usually, you were randomly saying all kinds of shit. I never said I was going to die. As he's we're gonna, dying. He's you said you PTSD, feel like you're going to die. I said, I, if like we, I said die. if we don't go back now, I'm yeah, going yeah, to die. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. If Which probably now, I would have eventually died. <laughs> so we get back, and I'm like, the whole time I'm just like, and he keeps saying, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't really care. I'm like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. fucking frozen anyways. Scott's like, I wanted to go home as soon as I missed. I was like, this was fun. So my wife's looking for a new personal trainer now. <laughs> Steve, Steve's wife's my wife's personal trainer, so. So all all of this got into to Steve's boat sinking story, and then we all started kind of going around table. And I know Nico has a sweet boat sinking story, and this yeah. is probably one of my favorite boat sinking stories because I know all of the people involved and all of the mannerisms of the people that are involved at the time. It's better when you know the characters of uh, everybody yeah, involved. Oh yeah. And it's almost like, because I think I was 14 maybe when it happened, probably 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there, so it's like, it's probably a little misconstrued from drunken stories over the years, but... <laughs> you were drunk when you were 14? I, no. Oh. <laughs> if you drink when you're driving the boat, we're hammered. So we were out. We used to go oh, up north. Wait, I don't believe that for one second. We used to go up north with a family every year, family friends, and my dad, my buddies. Are we age. recording? All right, I'm just making sure you look sure nervous. We're recording. <laughs> All right, I'm not telling that story again. <laughs> He's like, he goes, the look you just gave. You said yeah, and then you look. He looked right at. Yeah, and he looks right back at the thing and starts fucking with shit. No, we're 100. percent I just wanted to make sure he was. We're 99 percent recording. I'm checking levels. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we used to take a family vacation every year. Yeah, my old man and oh, uh, one of my best buddies and his old man. His old man would go together. So the four of us are, and my little brother was with us. So we're bow fishing on a little inland lake, uh, Birch Lake, the same lake that our governor's on. If in case you're here. So we're bow fishing on this lake, and we're in a 16-foot flat-bottom boat. Like, fucking square, low-wall, flat-bottom boat with a, bo- a wooden bow fishing is deck it, on the front. It, this is not the same. Is this the same boat same that boat. we've... Yeah. F- the episode, yeah, it's, it's in the episode still this day. <laughs> so, you said you were bow fishing at the time? Yeah, we were. So it was warm? Yeah, it was middle of... It was, uh, we always went up in July. So it's warm up there. So we're cruising across it's a the lake. better time to sink a boat. Yes, much better. So we're coming back across the lake, cruising in... What, however fast a 15-horse Johnson will get you across the lake in a 16-foot boat with five people. Eight miles an hour tops. Roughly, yeah. So we're coming, br- and there's a little chop. You guys had a bunch of fish in there, right? We had a few fish. You said it was a flat bottom? bottom? Yep, completely flat. Like, the not the V-front, flat, that, yeah. flat. So we're coming across. I'm in the front. Jason's in the front. We're both somewhere around 14 years old. And my little brother's in the front, who is five years younger than me. Whatever that math equals out. So we're coming across, and my dad's on the first deck of the 16-foot boat. So He's the, supervising. Yep. And then the guy <laughs> driving the boat, his, his best buddy is driving the boat. Also supervising. Right. So he's got the outboard. Just tilling across. Well, all of a sudden, my old man screams, get to the back of the boat, get to the back of the boat. We're like, what the fuck? And it felt like we punched a wall. And we got launched to the back of the boat from the front. Well, a wave came over the front, which is like a wall, and it went straight Titanic right now. Like, what, what body of water were you on? Birch Lake, a tiny little inland lake. And there was a wave that took you down a on fucking it? fucking random rogue wave, bro. <laughs> random rogue wave. There was too much weight in the front of the boat <laughs> between our three bodies, however many beers, and fish. <laughs> there was too much weight in the front, and enough of a wave li- off the lip. probably like a two-foot wave. wave. <laughs> and any lip, if any water catches the front of that boat, it's going straight down. <laughs> so I don't know why I remember it clearly. I fell right off the boat. Like I, 
just no manned it right off. My brother kind of rolled off. My dad dives off the boat, and I see James is in the back of the boat holding the tiller. The boat is straight up and down, Titanic, going straight down. <laughs> and he rode that bitch all the way until he just plopped. Like, he didn't even fall into the water. Did he salute at he the just, end? Basically, <laughs> it was like the captain went down with the ship. He just <laughs> rolled off the boat. We have all kinds. There's boat fishing bows. There's batteries. There's the boat. There's That's where the panic sets in is when you see the gear going oh, yeah. down. There's my dad's two younger children. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's My dad too. starts swimming away. I remember it clear as day swimming away. And I'm like, what the fuck? There was a tin of chew, tin of skull. Floating away, and the old man went swimming after that fucking did it. You, there was a thing, a, a, a box of spinner baits floating away. Fuck that. Fuck the kids. Right, right to Fuck the, the yeah, Right to the tin at you. So now we're all swimming, and everybody's kind of freaking out. And I don't remember who it was, but realized that we were in like five foot of water. So we were able to kind of like bob our way, like you were saying. It's weird how you like you. At first, you think you yeah. have to swim, and then you realize like, you're oh, good. Oh shit, it's really not that bad. Yeah. So we were able to, because it's a flat bottom, but it's all made of styrofoam, basically all the seats. So we were able to shimmy that to shore i don't remember how we got it back but i remember bailing water out we must have walked it back because there's no way the thing ran but everything on it worked still the lights still worked the batteries all worked the, the motor and the boat still worked everything still worked but it was like straight titanic we didn't almost die it wasn't near as exciting but i'll never forget the old man swimming after the best part of that is it was your old man just bailing on his nine-year-old and the so the boat didn't flip Nope, and went straight down. That was what was that, right. that was what surprised me about my boat is the second it went underwater, it flipped. Oh yeah, upside down. But I wonder if the only thing I could think of is being a flat bottom. Being a flat didn't. bottom, yeah. Because well, mine was a mod V. Yeah, I think I think bit. mine flipped because I gunned it. Oh yeah, yeah we didn't do anything. <laughs> he shut it off and just rode it. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> he the just move. Sat in the seat. That's what I'm doing next <laughs> like, time. And it's funny to think <laughs> about now. Like when I was 14, my goal or my not my goal, my job was, hey kid, go get another beer. Hey, kid, go get me a beer. Hey, kid, go get me a beer. All day long. Well, it's 1 in the morning now. Those two had been drinking since probably 10 a.m. Wait, it was dark? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, oh, that's a way scarier story. Oh, yeah. I missed oh, yeah, that detail. Yeah, we're shooting in the dark. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. So we're, those two have been drinking since for probably 14 hours. So I don't know how, like, looking back, how hammered were those guys? <laughs> that were supposed to be in charge. How of hammered work? were they, and how big was that wave actually? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was a six-inch wave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because as a kid, everything's bigger. Yeah, we were fucked up. <laughs> Down we went. I've sank. We, yeah, that boat's been through some shit. We sank it that day. We took it up north onto, uh, it's in Tower, uh, Lewiston, East Twin Lake. We're on East Twin Lake, and we put a hole in the boat on the way there. And I was like, well, we could probably fish for a little while before it really matters. <laughs> <laughs> we had fish swimming in the boat with us. Like, we could put bluegills in it, and they could completely swim. There was, like, nine inches of water. We were pl- driving the boat. We got a live well. It was a pain. It couldn't get it back on the trailer. Like, we couldn't. The crank wouldn't crank it because there was so much weight in the you boat. You couldn't pull the plug out? What were you no, doing to still, keep and it We from couldn't get it out of the water. How are you <laughs> keeping it from completely sinking? It's made of, like, it's all styrofoam filled. Oh. Yeah, so it was natural buoyancy just yeah, it'll, like, skimming fit, across it'll the water. It'll fill with water. Water, but it'll never really. You ever sink. seen a bass boat? They'll they'll pull up and like they they'll literally like fill up with water. And yeah. they're casual about it. They'll My pump cousin the water torpedoed right a, a jet ski boat into a giant wave, and like fuck, filled the whole thing with water. I thought we were gonna sink, and it just it just floated. Top, and then those things have like a pump that pumps all the water right out of it. It's like a floating hot tub kind yeah. of. We've had like we've had it to where there was one inch of clearance from so many carp in the boat with three guys and so many carp that like. 
you would throw a carp and the pile of carp, and they would slide off and back into the water. <laughs> but there was no clearance. We're trying to get the boat back to shore with one inch of fucking clearance everywhere. <laughs> Maybe shoot less carp. No, okay. <laughs> that's not an option. Not an option. <laughs> the problem is, is that the, you told that story too, and it was like. On the way back, you're like, we had to go back to the launch. Yeah, right I'm like, now, I said, I'm like, stop shooting and fish, and everybody's like, yeah, for sure. Whack, whack. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Pulling them into the boat. <laughs> they would throw them out, and they would just slide right off. Just keep flopping, well, and they'd go right back you off. Can't, you can't do what we did in Maryland, can you? What did we do in Maryland? What, cut them and throw them? Cut them and throw them. Might have no, to edit yeah, this no. out. Yeah, no. no. It's, it's totally legal. No, yeah, in Maryland. Oh, yeah, you told me that. I didn't, a lot that of bugged me out. The way the guy sold it was crabbing the crab. Like ecosystem is more important than yeah, the them. crabs and the turtles, and so they would do that, and it would provide crab food. You gut them and cut the air bladder while doing it, like just slice. So them they basically. sink to the bottom, and then and crab and turtle food. My Lord and Savior Steve Rennell would never do that. <laughs> I bet eat, he does. He would, eat, he would eat them. I bet he does. He'd eat the guts. He would eat the skeletons. He'd boil the skeletons it. down and make <laughs> fucking broth. <laughs> he uses every part of every fish that he shoots. <laughs> He's a liar. Cal might. Cal, cow, cow might make like arrows out of bones or something. They, did, they did eat a carp on one of those yeah. episodes. Yeah. Of I the ate a dogfish once too, but it still sucked. They ate a coot again. They ate a coot too, and that inspired me and uh, Taylor to eat a coot. Dude, we took a coot breast, threw it on the grill with no seasoning, and both ate it. It fucking yeah, I mean, tasted it, like a duck. A, like I'll eat diver ducks. I don't. Most of them I've been like, yeah, it's not that bad. I eat all diver ducks, but they I always just assumed when you when you breast a coot, they just look gross. Yeah. So like I always just fed them to my dogs. They also eat crows. They I, ate I a have crow. eaten a crow. Yeah, it's disgusting. You Don't guys met that. my buddy Wacker today. He's a sociopath. He, the guy so, that was just here, the yeah, duck guy. Yeah, he he shoots <laughs> his mallards. He shoots canvasbacks. He shoots fucking coots. He shoots magansers. He throws them all in the same bag. He says they all taste the same. No, they don't. No, that's a, and that's I, lie. I um, and I'll he's been duck too, hunting I'll turn his whole them all life. The sausage or jerky. I don't know a ton about duck hunting, but I've tasted different ducks, and they don't all taste the same. I do no, have my duck, my mallards, and my pintails separated right now, just because I want to sous vide them and cook them all this. Exact see if you can see taste the, the difference, difference. Yeah. dude. I've never eaten a pintail. Sous vide duck is according to Renault, they're better. No, I don't oh, have. I want so one. Though. I want a sous vide. So good. If you don't sous vide your wild game, you're stupid. Step your game up. I wanted to buy one, but Scott wouldn't tell me what he had. I told you the jewel. Any of you any don't even need. I have I the cheaper one. one. It's still awesome. <laughs> I, I got the bought one the other day. something. No, or I've other. lost yeah, track. I, of the I took yeah. I took the sous vide to the firehouse and cooked steak one day, and four people at the table bought a sous vide that day. I want to do my backstrap in one. It's yes, amazing. Oh You'll never go back. You will never ever just either bake or grill a backstrap ever again. So what do you do? You just put it in there until everything gets like 125, and then you sear it. You just figure so. There's a, you gotta f- do a little bit of research on like I what think you're it's cooking. It's 129 on the on the venison. I do With the venison. You want 129? Yeah. You put it in there whole. I put mine in whole. I put in like butter seasonings. I season it up. All nice. in the bag. Yep. Throw it in the bag. Uh, throw the hell throw yeah, the, Tyler. Nice work. It's got to seal. It's got to be sealed. Seal it up. Throw it into the uh, water and the sous vide like brings the water up to that temp, and then it'll. Like a, a backstrap takes about two hours. I do two hours. So the water goes to the same temp, 129? It that's circulates exactly the water at stays. exactly 129. It's constantly moving so it doesn't get cold around it. Yep. And so it cooks it to 129. It can't go above 129 because it isn't hotter than and 129. And then do you fry it after? You uh, you can sear it on a grill or a frying pan or you can torch it. I bought a torch the other day. I haven't used it yet. But I have a torch too. That's it's pretty sweet. gonna be money. What's it called? I'm going on Amazon Jewel. right now. Jewel. Well, well that's, that's one I have. You don't need that. Jewel one. is a vape. So that's really a vape. expensive. How do you spell Jewel? J O U L E. That's not how you spell Jewel. 
Yeah, Jewel is J U U L. J E W E L. J. That looks like a sex toy. It does. Yeah. It does kind of look like a sex toy. How do you put a stake in that? If you think about it, it is a sex toy. At the end of the day, it's a sex toy. Yeah, because if you cook I'm good confused. enough steak, you put the meat in a pot of water, <laughs> and then that goes in the pot of water, too. Yeah, you don't stick the meat in that. You There's don't, a story. Steven Ronella talked about a guy don't heating put that his bathtub in water up to either. that for I'll his wife, wife, wife to give birth to her children. Okay. But if you cook Are good you enough steak, you might be able to put it in a butt. That's a real I'm thing. Not, I'm, let me tell you. With somebody with two children, I'm not doing that. They, somebody did that. You're not doing what? Somebody put the jewel in the water. In their bathtub and heated the bath water up for their wife to give birth to their children. I'm not doing that huh. because That's I. Really hey, how I about wa- you go to the hospital like a normal person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we did that, right? We did that in the hospital, and my wife gave. You brought your jewel? jewel to the hospital? No, I didn't bring my jewel, but I. The, the, the <laughs> you did the birthing M, part at the hospital? U of M has a hot tub or like a tub yeah, that so you can my wife. fill up she with didn't water. Like it though. Uh, my wife loved it. My wife got out and of the And the stuff that was in the water, I was in there with like a minnow net. <laughs> why didn't you do it in a dirty hospital bed that? like everybody else? <laughs> With a minnow She did. Well, I mean, she did. <laughs> Wait, why was there a minnow net? Why did you have to scoop it? You Listen, gotta net out the goo. Wait, hey. Wait, did your son come out the size of a minnow? <laughs> no. Oh. Why did, he, did you have to filter him out? Like uh, No, I had to filter all of the other stuff. Oh, see, my wife was in the water long enough. She sat in the water for like Is your wife going to kill you for telling this story? Did you sue me the placenta? Did yeah. she poop in the tub? <laughs> I turned it into jerky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put it on the fucking the green egg. Oh, no, I have a family member. I put it in a soupy. <laughs> no, it, it, literally, she sat in the tub. I made her, there's like a little thing in there, the thermometer. It was like, too hot for baby or not. So I like, had to get too the right hot. for baby. Was there a sign on it? Boy yeah, no, it, literally, it was like no or yes. So I put it in the yes, and then she sat in the tub. She's like, this is way better. There's like a setting. She steak, was trying to, baby. She was, at the same time, she was trying to do it all natural, right? She was trying Chicken. to go no, no epidural, nothing, and then that quickly failed. Yeah. But no, my wife sat, did it for six hours. My wife did it for seventeen hours until oh she my got God. quickly failed. Se- yeah, well, it was quickly. quickly. She'd be a little offended. <laughs> yeah, give her some credit, bro. Well, well anyway, she went seventeen hours without the epidural, Holy and then fuck. that was not quick. That, it wasn't quick. Did not, six hours. I might be wrong. On that it was part. bullshit. But either way, she's soft. <laughs> she sat in this hot tub, and I you would have done much better. There, there's a hot tub. And there's like all these utensils in there. There's like the squirrely thing that looks like a like a lasso, and then there's another one that looks like a whip. I'm like, what kind of operation they run here at U of M? <laughs> but there's also a net, and I'm like, what? I don't know what this net's for. I don't know what the net is, but I know it's my job. I have no yeah, right. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, right? Like she's scr- like in pain, right, in the tub, and I'm you know rubbing her head, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's just this stuff coming out of the. I don't know what. To, what was it coming I knew, from? I, I don't know where it came from, <laughs> but all I knew is the minnow net was there for a reason, and I knew exactly it? what it's there for. You it were was in exactly, and I'm like, scooped it out. Just yeah. I feel like the doctors put the net there just to make you feel. The doctors put the net there because they know exactly what it's there for. I feel like that should have been a nurse's job. Well, I, you know what else is a nurse's job? You know what else is a nurse's job when you're, yeah, you holding the the feet up. Is uh, I feel like that's a pretty. Don't they have like the little nope. stirrups or whatever? No, my when my son came out, bed, when my she son was... came out, there was one dot, one nurse, and one midwife. That's I'd it. rather be the foot guy than the neck I mean, guy. I just held the hand and was like, "You got it, girl." Well, I wish I was <laughs> that way. Amanda, Amanda, you go. Did the, they the put whole... you to work immediately. Oh yeah, yes, 
They're and like, then, yeah, grab then, a like, leg. I was I'm trying like, to no, be like, I think supportive. So. I'm not qualified for this. At one poop? point, she told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> there was. <laughs> well, that's how it shut started. Shut that. No, shut the fuck up. I was like, you're doing so good, babe. You're doing so good. She said, She's like, I've done this three times. Shut, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Man. I know what well, I'm doing. This doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't feel comfortable pulling her legs apart. They put they put you in this really nice room for. Like you have not noticed that dog. It's been here for the seven hours. Here all day. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been in the booth right next to us. He's cute. So w- when they're doing it without the epidural, they get this really sweet room with the hot tub and like yes. music yeah. and like oh, mood no lighting oh, yeah. and nice bed. As soon as she was like, I'm done with this and I want the epidural, they're like, okay, get in the bed. They wheeled her down to like a scary room. surgery room. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you want an epidural? You get this. You're room. going downstairs. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> it was so crazy. You got to go in the, the closet. I think they moved us yep. out of the room and everything. My, wife, like, my wife was a bitch. She's like, I'm getting that epidural right now. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> my I second one, 100%. <laughs> she called me. I was on the roof of my buddy's house. We we're doing his addition. How and she called me. She's like, uh, it's time what? to go, and I need an epidural. We got to go. Right <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? What just happened? Jesus. This is a fun This turned into a birthing podcast real fast. Did you know that? Horse, what are those horse fish called? Horse? Seahorse. Seahorse. Seahorses. Seahorse? Yeah, the males give birth. That could have been you. Horse fish. Yeah. The males Th- give birth. That could have came out of you, Zig. You know they also mate for life. That's bullshit. <laughs> don't they, don't bullshit. they bite the heads off the, the males? I'm pretty sure that's, that's a, a that's black widow. <laughs> same I thing. I thought right? it was oh, a mantis. That's a mantis. Yeah, oh. a mantis. Black widows do that, I think too. black that's widows do that, too. That's why they call them black widows. That's why they're called black widows. Widowmaker. Because they're dead. Because they kill their husbands. Widowmaker is a like. We should have known that. Jesus. Scott. Read a book. Stop. <laughs> I would, but I don't know how to read. Joke's on you. Should have went to the school for kids who can't read good. <laughs> Taylor, or, uh, well, Tyler, that. did you catch that dog's name? No. No. Oh, Excuse Emma. Me, Emma. Jumpy. Emma. Your name? Can I pet you that dog? Think if I give the mic Her name's Emma. Bark? He looks like he's bad boys. Emma. Can I pet Emma. that dog? Emma's? Emma pet Can I pet that dog? dog? Emma's? Can I pet your dog? <laughs> does, he, does he speak? Does he bark? Are you going to get him to speak? Will he bark on command? Oh. Emma. We're currently trying to get Emma to bark. Oh, Emma's my favorite dog right now. She's super soft. I want to touch her bellies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rub her bellies, yeah. Oh. <laughs> get on the floor with her. Hi. Uh, and there he goes. He's cuddling. <laughs> that's where this him. podcast is. <laughs> Steve's buying a dog. It's a little six-month German ship. Well, until German, next uh, time. Thanks for having us, and thanks for watching or <laughs> listening or whatever it is you're doing. But we're going to let Steve finish this. And Goodbye. We are all done here. Are we done? Until yeah, next we're time. Done. Goodbye. Bye. We're going to do another one tomorrow. Uh, bye. <laughs>